0: I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South
1: Africa. André from Brisbane. I'm Ben Whitey from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Breakno from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kedinji from Nairobi, Kenya.
2: I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Zijberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK, and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with uh, Coach Parry. I'm Brad, and uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again today. I hope you've had a fantastic week. Uh, We got some great feedback uh, from last week's podcast with Jeffrey. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, Jeffrey's the serious racing snake. Go back and listen to it. It was a fantastic chat uh, that we had with uh, Jeffrey and the coach coming up on today's podcast. Another uh, awesome chat. This time we catch up with uh, another one of the members of the Coach Parry training camp. Club. Uh, if you want to find out more about it, by the way, you can uh, head over to coachperry.com. I'll give you some more details in just a moment. But uh, we catch up with Skulk Fasahi today. Uh, and it is with coach Marcus Fonikak. Lindsay is uh, traveling the country gallivanting uh, at the moment. Uh, as we record this, I think uh, he is in... KwaZulu Natal if I recall correctly for the Comrades Road Shows Uh, he's going to be in Cape Town next week Uh, if you are running Comrades and you want to make it uh, to one of the road shows and have a chat to the coach uh, all you need to do is head over to the Comrades website you can get the full schedule there there aren't too many left And the next of our Comrades online seminars is coming up at the end of Feb as we're recording this. So uh, if you haven't checked those out yet, go to coachparry.com forward slash online seminar. That's where you can register for the next one of those. Also coming up on today's podcast, uh, we're going to announce our next winner in the Biogen Journey competition. And uh, if you are new to this podcast, uh, welcome, first of all. But uh, we've been running this contest uh, along with Biogen over the last few months where we've been helping... James Hobbo Hobson uh, train for the Ironman 70.3, which is happening in the middle of this year in Durban. And he's doing great stuff. He's back in the country. He had a, a bit of a break uh, in New Zealand over the festive season. And I saw a post on his socials this morning that he cycled all the way to the top of Northcliffe Hills. So uh, training going well for Hobbo. And we'll touch base with him soon as well. But we're going to announce the next winner and exactly how you can win uh, yourself for three months access to the Coach Parry Training Club. As well as a Biogen hamper a little bit later on in today's podcast. So make sure you stick around for that. The winner announcement is coming up. Uh, but without further ado, enough of me yakking and all the housekeeping. Let's get into our chat with Skulk. We've got uh, running coach Marcus Vanikhaas with us once again. Marcus, welcome back. Nice to touch base.
0: Hey, Brad. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's always good to be back.
2: And we've got uh, one of uh, the members of the Coach Ferry online training community, Skulk Fasaki, joining us. Skulk, nice to, nice to catch up with you. We, we chat often in the forums, and it's quite nice for us to put a face to the name and, uh, and
1: hear your voice. How's it? Uh, how's it, Brad? How's it, Marcus? And, uh, yeah, thanks for the invitation. How's it, Skulk?
2: Skulk, we, we're going to be chatting. I know you've got some, some big questions and they're pertinent to you right now, but just I'm going to preface it. You at the moment are running, as we're recording this, you're running Johnson Crane this coming weekend, but we're not going to be publishing it this week. So it's almost like a bit of back to the future. I've got my, my time travel shoes on and uh, that's how we're doing it. So I know you might be asking uh, a couple of questions that might be related to this weekend, but we'll, we'll, we'll chat to that as it is. But it, again, it obviously all of the stuff we, we talk about relates to, to wherever you are right now. Before we get into your questions for, for Marcus, uh, how long have you been running? How did you get into the sport?
1: Um, yeah, so basically running almost my entire, my entire life, except a bit of a break in high school and uh, in primary school where rugby and cricket, with preference. But uh, um, I, I started running actively again about uh, four years ago. Okay. Uh, about, about five years ago, after December holiday, uh, typical New Year's resolution. I was about 10 to 15 Ks overweight. And, uh, and yeah, started started training again. Entered for the two oceans. And uh, it was all downhill uh, the from there.
2: Are, are you one of those guys that uh, our international listeners think are crazy that you decided to start running because you wanted to run comrades?
1: Um, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> My dad was a comrade runner for a couple of years. He did uh, seven. And uh, yeah, so it was always a dream. Um I didn't think of comrades immediately that year, but uh two oceans was a was a very good start.
2: Skulk, you've you've got some pressure on you. I mean it's uh, for us who have had parents that, that ran, at least my dad my dad was okay, but he wasn't as gifted as yours, apparently. You
1: you've got some serious yeah. pressure on your shoulders. Yeah, I know. I think my dad's best comrades is uh, is a, a very big dream and a very big hurdle. He uh, he managed to run a seven forty eight one year, uh which is which is crazy. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, it, you, it could
2: be worse. Uh, let, let's look on the bright side. You could be Lindsay Perry, whose dad's got a 5.48 comrades PB. So, uh, <laughs> no pressure there. Yeah,
1: yeah, but, yeah, it's
2: still a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, nah, ab- absolutely. And it's, you know, I always, when I, when I hear stories like this of, of people in the same family doing things, it makes me think of the the wars, the, the Stephen and Mark war, the cricketers, where where somebody, I can't remember who it was, but he came into bat and uh, they, they, they said to 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 Mark War oh, I can't believe they think you one of uh, uh, no it, it, the Aussies were were chirping whoever it was coming into was one of the Pakistanis I think and he said I can't believe they think you one of the best batsmen in your country and he turned around and he said well at least I'm the best batsman in my family so that's yeah. uh, that's uh, pretty much pretty much sums it up but obviously that that decision was made and you you started and built up slowly and as they say the rest is history how did that first sort of two oceans go yes
1: yeah, see um no, it was a mission. It, uh, I ran my first marathon, and I barely qualified. And then my first two oceans was, I think, I finished with eight minutes to spare. Uh, so, yeah, six six hours, 52. Um, it was tough. It was the year that uh, the, the felt fires raged over the mountains in Cape Town, and we ran oka uh, opse and And, uh, yeah, it was me and two mates, and we were cruising up, on the backside of of Oksobach, and uh, and that's that's where the wheels came off. Uh, after we got down that hill, it was basically um, walk run walk run walk run all the way to the finish for the rest of the day. It has um,
2: it has got better. You've 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 improved a hell of a lot since then.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, I've, uh, the year after that, I did my first comrades, which uh, which turned out really. Um, it was it was amazing for me. I did. Uh, Eleven and a half hours with with two of my friends, and uh, and then the year after that I increased a little bit more with the, uh, one of the same friends again, and last year I ran uh, my best one so far, all on my own, and uh, and that was uh, nine forty six. So so some uh, big uh, some big improvements, which is which is pretty. What do you, yeah. what do you attribute those
2: improvements to, Skulk? Is it just a, a case of experience and consistent training?
1: I think it's I think it's experience and. Um, a little bit more more training. Um, not, I've, I wouldn't say better training, but basically more training. And being a little bit more committed, getting a little bit lighter, um, eating better. Eating, I felt that uh, what you put in your mouth has got a very, very big influence to what, what your body does at the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, so everything, I think, turns, uh, points to experience. Basically, experience that improves everything.
2: Uh, I see Marcus nodding as you said that uh, what you put in your mouth, Marcus. Uh, that resonates with you. You can't out-train a bad diet.
0: Nope. And as uh, as the years uh, tick over, it certainly is the case. So uh, in the in the younger younger, well, late twenties, early thirties, you could definitely uh, manipulate that uh, that philosophy. But uh, yeah, the older I get, the more more evident it is. Uh, Skulk, you're right on the money there.
2: Skulk, you've got some big goals too. Obviously, I mean, I don't know what's driving it, but you you want to improve and you want to get better. And uh, I hear you making noises about Bill Rowan and and sub-nine comrades, but obviously there's certain things that have to happen before that happens. And and one of them, and it's not written down that you have to do it, but your chances are better if you're running a a sub-330 marathon. You've got a question around that for for Marcus.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so um, last year was... Last year was the dream I was already to, to run a bull row and, and, and I, I tried to put in as much uh, training as I could to to get close to it and and uh, I managed to do uh, the 3.46 marathon which I felt certainly put me in with a chance but then I got to, uh, to the expo at Comrades and uh, I was looking for a pacing band and, and every single pacing band and, uh, that I picked up all of them said to Basically, to put you on the money for this, you need to do a 3:30 marathon, and uh, that kind of sunk in there. And uh, well, I I tried my best, but I I came came a little bit short. So I've kind of started believing in this 3:30 uh, benchmark. Um, So and that's why I've started with a 3:30 training plan. But now I've I've fallen a little bit behind, and I think I've missed some uh, some serious. Training weeks in the last couple of weeks leading up to the Johnson's Grand, which was the the goal. Um, so the question I think essentially is, how critical is that three thirty marathon? And if if I don't, if I miss it by by fifteen or odd minutes, is it is it cut and dry? I know there's a long year ahead that I can can try it again, but should I focus on that a uh, three thirty marathon, or should I turn my focus to comrades training and train for for Rowan? Uh, Skulk, it definitely,
0: uh, it definitely does play a mental role. Um, so from a, from a, uh, you know, a, a confidence point of view, yes, it does play a role because, um, if Lindsay says you times it by two and a half, then it's the truth. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, um, look, just, uh, just to basically give you some background on myself last year. Okay. Before I give you background on myself, what was your weekly, uh, not your weekly, what was your mileage between, let's say, Jan and comrades last year?
1: Uh, so, from Jan to Comrades last year was uh, about 900 kilometers. Okay. Okay. So, so it's pretty similar. I did
0: 950 and my, my, uh, my qualifier was at 332. I, I, I had to do a mountain bike race in March and, uh, My partner was paranoid that I wouldn't be able to do that, so I had to focus on cycling up until the 1st of April, and that's when my comrades' training started. So I did 950 kilometers up until the day of of comrades, and my qualifier was the last race. It was the Wally Hayward up in Centurion, and I did a 3.32 or 3.33, and um, I happened to run a 8.46 um, comrades. So it – Definitely. Um, look, I, I really do support Lindsay's uh, philosophy of you times it by two and a half, and you get to that figure. Um, what I would like to find out from you is the two weeks that you missed. What were the what were the quality sessions in those weeks, and was it just flu, or was it something that really, you know, it, it took more than um, more than just two weeks off training out of you? Uh,
1: so the, the two weeks was basically a little bit of holiday where, where I did a, uh, the two runs in Central Park. Um, and it was basically a two quick eight to 10 day runs. So I okay. think I just went out and I went running and, um, but then the week after that was where I felt it was critical. So there was one, uh, three and a half hour long run that I missed. Okay. Um, one and, and a couple of interval sessions. Okay. Um, yeah, I think if I look back, that's, that's where, um,
0: that's the ones that I missed. Okay, so so, look. This might not be the answer that you're thinking, um, but my my suggestion for you would be is to go do Sunday's run. Um, f- firstly, uh, are, are you are you back on track now? So you've been doing the sessions since you've come back from that week, right? Okay, so, yeah, so
1: But the sessions that I've that I've started back on again was was one uh, one and a half hour run. Um, let me just check on the program quickly. It was a. I think it was one, one-and-a-half-hour run. And then a, a recovery run, and I'm supposed to do an interval session this afternoon. Um, and then a taper run, half an hour okay. later. Cool. Um, so I've basically caught the back end of the, of the program.
2: I'd Like me, I'm built to taper, Skulk, so it's all good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
0: um, my, my suggestion for you would be is to go out this weekend, and to definitely start conservatively, um, not that I'd ever suggest otherwise, um, is to start conservatively and to not have too much of an expectation for the result. Um, so do the first 21Ks and see how you feel after that. If you feel good, then try and – if you are on the right facing, um, I'll, I'll calculate for you what you need to be running at now. But if you are pace-wise, if, you, if you're hitting the numbers, uh, let me just calculate this for you. So we're going for 330. Let's, um, do a 329 just to be safe. Okay. So, so we need to, you need, you need to average just, just below five minutes a K for that. Okay. So I'd suggest if you want to start out at a just over a five minutes a K, um, and then gradually build it close to five minutes per K, uh, uh, or just under five minutes a K to the first 21 kilometers and then reassessing. Obviously, nutrition is vital. If you don't get that right, your chances are even more slim than, uh, you know, not to achieve your, your goal. Um, but then is to, to make a call. So if you're totally off target, I'd say back off entirely so that you can train properly from Monday or Tuesday, whatever the rest period is in for or, or, or suggested after the Johnson Crane. If you do stand a chance, I'd suggest really knuckle down, focus on what you need to do in that moment. So set yourself little goals within the run. So from 21 to 28. What are you going to do there? From 28 to 35, how are you going to do that? So, like I said, your suggested pacing should be around 4:57 to come in at 3:29. Um, and uh, for me, it's all about being in the moment. I always suggest that to my to my athletes because if you focus on small, if you set yourself small achievable goals within a race, then before you know it, you you have five to six, you know, five yeah. to six kilometers left. Um, it's very, very important for me. But when you do get to 21 Ks and you feel, listen, this is not going to happen, mm-hmm. then you'd rather run, run the race for, 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 you know, as a long run. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can try again later on. Um, but it's important not to try and achieve something if it's totally without will, N- not in your okay. grasp on the day. Okay. Scott,
1: no, uh, so if you don't, think le, I'm going to
2: give it a go. <clears throat> let, me, let me ask this question, Marcus, and, and I think just it's what Skulk's asking, but in a more general sort of term. If you have missed, particularly towards, and let's talk a 12-week block, because I, I'm just sort of doing the maths in my head, Skulk, I'm guessing you missed around sort of like week 9 to, to week 11, around that sort of thing, where it was, it was yeah. a really, that's the important, really important bit in the training program. Marcus, as a rule of thumb... Mm-hmm. What do you like? How do you make that decision that you're still going to go for that goal, or is it? Do you do you still need like? Do you have to back yourself, or or, or do you at some point go? You know what? Maybe this isn't right now, and you're going to save yourself, and maybe start building up for the next one.
0: Um, Brad, for me, it, it does come down to the race again, but but even more importantly, what I like there's two components to to uh, training and racing. So when you get to a race. There's a big difference between between being fit and tired and being fit and fresh. So the fact that you weren't sick for two weeks, Skulk, and, and you were touring, and, and I can look when I go overseas, it's it's a matter of I walk quite a, quite a bit. So it's not like you sat on the couch, busy drowning yourself in guaranthises and drinking medicine because you were, you know, you were sick. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it had it definitely, obviously, it wasn't great not getting to those long runs but it will definitely also have some benefit. Uh, well, there, there'll be some benefits to the fact that you that you freshened up. Um, you know, let's call it that for now. Um, and uh, once again, it all comes down to to the actual race. The fact that you've done a 90-minute run afterwards and a recovery run and all of these things, how did you feel during that 90-minute run? Um, the first, well, the,
1: the, before the 90-minute run, I, I did a – a slow five and then a, a, about a 10k before just after I was sick and uh, I could I could feel I'm, I'm, I was it almost felt as if I'm starting from scratch again okay. the 90 minute run went a lot better and uh, the recovery run was was also a lot better so I'm, I'm starting to feel um, fit and healthy again uh, so from from the 90 minute run I felt better okay okay 100% 100%
0: um, and <laughs> Yeah, once again, Brad and, and sculpt for me, it comes down to to how you're going to feel on the day. Um, I always, for me, it. I don't think you lose anything more than 5 to 7% of your fitness if you were totally inactive for 10 to 14 days. So what was your longest run you did uh, before you missed the two weeks?
1: Uh, I did, a. I think I did a 33 and a 30. I did two or three 30K runs. For um, me, that,
0: that's more than sufficient. Um Look, going into the race, it would have been perfect if you had done that three and a half hour run. Mm. Um, you would have been slightly more confident. But mm. I can guarantee you, if you've been following that program right up until week nine, um, you might be in better shape than what you think
1: you are. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I, I, I missed out on a session here or there, but but I think I covered ninety percent of it. Um, so. And uh, yeah, I'm also bargaining on the, on the race factor and the people around you to kind of pull you around and take your, take your, uh, your thoughts away from from the pain and the tiredness. So, um, no, definitely. I mean, that
0: to me, I'm a big fan of feeding off the crowds. Um, and look, I'm not a big fan of running in buses, but they, they are there and yeah. they do help with pacing. And sometimes they just know how to pace much better than what we do. Um, but uh, yeah, look, just make sure your nutrition is dialed in and also don't start too fast. If you start too fast, I can guarantee you're going you're gonna to eliminate the chances of, of getting to your, to your goal.
1: Okay. Look, the, the other option is to, to postpone it by four weeks and uh, to run Deloitte because I'm entered for Deloitte as well towards the end of February. Look, it's an option. Um,
0: the route profile is way more hectic on Deloitte. Um, obviously, yeah. you go over Klapperkorp twice. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm I'm still going to stick with my initial suggestion. Do the okay. first 21k at your desired race pace. Yeah. Um and if you do get to 21k and you feel good, then then I'd say give it a go. Um okay. don't overcook it when you get to 21 and feeling confident and still within you know, or when you are still possible of, of getting close to that 3:30. Yeah. Um but if it's not then one, you had a good long run with with a, a, a 21k or slightly faster than 21k race pace. Yeah. Sorry, slightly faster than 42-kilometer race pace, um, which I also think is necessary to do during long runs. And yeah. uh, you're still going to get something out of the run, without a doubt. Yeah. Um But uh if you do start the race and you know it's not going to be your day, then you can back up before 21Ks even. Yeah. Um, then just do that run. And then come the 24th of Feb, then it's, you, you know, I, I mean, I've just given you that split. Then obviously you know what needs to be done on the day. You know what your split needs to be. Yeah. And... uh then you have your second go. But I definitely give it a go if I were you. Especially the no. fact that you, that, mm-hmm. well, if you can convince yourself mentally that not all the pressure is on Sunday's run because you do have a plan B or you yeah. do have a, 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 another alternative. Um, I always find I do much better in the races that I don't, that where I don't expect the result as opposed to the races where I go in and come out I water. I'm going to run a specific time or I need to beat a specific person. It's, it's really not the case. Nine times out of ten, when I don't expect a result, I get a
1: brilliant one. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's amazing how that works when all bets are off. <laughs> Skolk, you had another question as well, which it's one of my favorite questions because – You've you've been around what we do at Coach Perry for a while now, and you've seen the training programs, and you've asked some great questions in the forums. And one of the things that pops up time and time and time again is the training paces, and how can you be running a certain pace in training and expect to race faster? Surely you should be running, uh, sh- you should be running race pace in training to get yourself used to running at that sort of pace. Uh, I'm guessing that's the gist of your question. Uh, have, have I summed it up correctly? Yeah, perfectly. Marcus, this is this is the million dollar question, and it's a bit counterintuitive, and I know you love this too because uh, it's weird how it works, but it works.
0: No, for sure. Um, yeah, it's super strange. So I always use the example of of my my comrades' break for twenty seventeen. I um I used to well not used to. I started. I was proper overweight. Um, I had one of those Decembers that you that you mentioned earlier, but um, I started running, and I I started. I based all my runs on heart rate. So I worked off off the uh, math method, which is 180 minus your age. So my average heart rate during and after a run needed to be approximately 148 beats a minute. So look, my first runs were about 525 per K at about 150 beats per minute, but I really got boring running that slow. And I, I know luckily I run for quite a few years and I know my body. I don't necessarily need to go slower than that. So I just kept on doing it and I kept, Consistently focusing on, on, on the intensity that I was running at. And by the time I, Lindsay and myself, I'll never forget it. We did a run here in, in Linwood and, uh, we comfortably ran at about 440 to 444 per kilometer. And my heart rate was then at about 144 beats per minute. Yeah. So my, my heart rate had dropped by six beats a minute and, uh, the pace was down by 40 seconds. So, so for me, that's vital. Um, but just to go back to your question, Skulk, that's why we do things like heel training. That's why we do things like um, uh, intervals. So make sure that your easy runs are supposed to be easy, and that's why when we do speed work, it's way faster than we would be uh, running on race day, especially over long distances. But it's yeah. what we call overreaching. So um, so let's say for argument's sake, you run a run a five day five k time trial, and your one k split is four minutes a K, we'll probably make you do one K repeats at about four, 4.45 more or less, I'm oh, sorry, 3.45, um, so that you run faster than what you did on an average per kilometer pace than you did in the time trial, but you do get rest intervals in between. And that's how you build in speed. But trust me, by doing consistent, easy runs, mm-hmm. you, you're you gonna do yourself the world a favor by um, by just developing and, and you know increasing the size of your engine.
1: Yeah. I think uh, I think now that you mention it, and and to to uh, think back on what Lindsay and Brad discussed on the online seminar uh, on Monday night, um, I can definitely uh, see that what you've explained now is, is also happening to me, where um, I'm running at faster p- paces with lower heart rate. So following the following the plan is, is in that sense is definitely working. Uh, and, but also I think I'm, I'm making the mistake of running my, my easy runs, not the, so much the easy runs, but the recovery runs way too fast, just out of habit, where oh. running, and, running slower is, is really, it, it's, it gets hard because running faster is so easy. That's it. That's it. And, and, and so many people make that
0: mistake. And I mean, that's just on, on, on easy runs, never mind recovery runs. I wish you could see people like, um, look, whether it's his recovery run for, for certain, I wouldn't know. But someone like Stephen Mukoko, who, who, I mean, he comfortably runs a to 21 kilometer, um, and he trains at Tux. And when those guys do an easy jog, it looks like they're taking a walk. I'm not over-exaggerating. Their, their wow. easy running pace or their recovery running pace yeah. is, is so slow. Um, and, and I know of a, of a world-class triathlete as well. His easy runs are really slow, but when he runs a 10K, he gets pretty close to sub-30 minutes. So so it, it, it really there is method to the madness. Yeah, Scott,
2: if if I can just add two cents, and I said this in in the the Comrades seminar as well, is it's it's counterintuitive, and and especially growing up like you and I did with with a a, a parent that ran Comrades, because back in the day, that's how you did it. If you wanted to run fast, in training, you needed to run fast. And you went and smashed every single training session. And it's very much, ai uh, a, don't want to say an old school way of doing things, but it's been ingrained in us. That if you want to run fast, yeah. it makes sense. Run fast. But that's not actually the case. Particularly the way, if you've heard Lindsay explain it with regards to the, the aerobic versus anaerobic. And how yeah. long you can go for when you're in that anaerobic state. As opposed to wanting to, we don't. We've got to go for long if we're running marathons and comrades. So we've got to build that base, that big engine, as Marcus says. And the only way to do that is to run slowly and build that engine and bring that heart rate down so that when you do run long, you can run at that pace for longer. Uh, Marcus, yeah. is, that, is that pretty much correct in, in my state? I mean, I'm not a sports scientist and, and you the expert, but that's my lay experience of, of what, what you guys sort of preach about.
0: You're you on the money there, Brad. I couldn't agree with you more.
2: I've spent enough time with Lindsay it's, uh I'm learning through osmosis, which is uh which is amazing.
0: Skolk, have you got any other questions
2: or are you, you pretty much sorted and rearing to go now on Sunday?
1: Yeah, um, I think the, the, the last one is is after Sunday. Do is it personal preference if I switch over then to to the um build home program on, on the online platform? Or should I check in with you guys just to to discuss the results and, and then either Go for Deloitte or, uh, what would you su- suggest? Yeah. So, so for, firstly, I think you, you're on the, you're on the
0: platform already, Skulk. So, so, um, that's what the, well, to me, that's, that's the wonderful part of it. So after Sunday, pop onto the forum, give us some feedback. If you did achieve your goal, wonderful. Then I would suggest getting onto the, uh, onto the Ball Rowan program. Um, and one can always play around with the paces on the program. We, we just had a call earlier with, with someone that, um, you know, it, it just because the the projected, according to you know the the, the calculations, means you need to run within a specific uh, a, a pace zone, doesn't mean you need to be 100% in the first to the middle part of that zone. It can always be to the lower end of the zone as well. Once again, coming uh, coming back to, you need to train in in the right zones. Um, but uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to pop into the forum, just uh, to give us some feedback. Hopefully, it's some good news. And if it's not good news, it's not the end of the world either.
1: No, it's not no yes yeah, thanks a lot yeah with the with the pacing pacing on the plans, I think I, I do the proper male manly ego thing, and you look see the uh, sorry, lost you guys there um you see the the spread and you look at the first number and that's what you aim for and, and <laughs> yeah, it's not a target, it's a guide, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do the proper manly thing and I take it as a target which it shouldn't be...
2: (laughs) I love that. Yeah, Scott, I yeah. mean, it's, it's easy. It's easy to fall into that trap. But, uh, yeah, those things are there as a guide. They, you don't have to be hitting those numbers every, the top end of those numbers every session to, to get the most benefit. You've, yeah, I mean, if you go back and listen, it was a, a call that we did with Jeffrey where Marcus actually dug into a lot more detail. And if you're interested in this listening to it, go back and listen to that as well. I'll pop a link to it. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely worth a listen. And, uh, yeah, we are go into a bit more detail with how to target within those bands. So uh, that'll definitely yeah. help you as well. Skulk, we love having you in the community. You ask such great questions. And like I said, you, you challenge the coaches and uh, make them put their thinking hats on, which is cool. Your experience, I know you've, I mean, you and I have been back and forth via email with regards. You've be pretty much been around from the start since we relaunched. Uh, you, your experience on that platform?
1: Um, I really enjoy it. Uh, this year is the first that I'm running with a program. Um, the last five years of running was me running when I get a chance and seeing how far I go or how far I wanted to go that day. So for me, it's first of running on a program and the way that the platform works where I can adjust the runs to fit into my schedule um, works perfect for me. And it's it's probably the best thing that I could have done for my running. I love it. Skullcat's
2: yeah. awesome yeah yeah uh, yeah. we appreciate you we, we love catching up in the forums best of luck on Sunday uh, thank you. F- fingers crossed and yeah I think you yeah. might surprise yourself uh, we, we're looking forward make sure you check in on Monday we, we keen to hear and hopefully it's in the success forum and you tell us you smashed at 3.30 okay
1: no definitely I'll, uh, I'll let you guys know what happens
2: there you have it. What a great chat with Skulk and Marcus. Thank you very much, gents. Uh, Do appreciate your time. Skulk, I hope you got lots out of it. And I hope you got lots out of it listening uh, to that podcast. Don't forget, we're going to have another one for you next week. Another one of our fly-on-the-wall sort of coaching sessions uh, with a member of the Coach Parry Training Club. And uh, speaking of which, and I haven't forgotten about the winner, by the way, that's coming up in just a moment. But uh, speaking of members of uh, our training club, we had another great post in the success forum on our uh, iOS uh, and Android app this week. And it was from Lisa Krumlinkel. And Lisa saying, so, so excited to share my success story. Uh, I started the program 12 weeks ago. She's been training for a sub 14521, by the way. She says, I started the program 12 weeks ago, slacked over the silly season and continued training in January. I only had to shave two to three minutes uh, to achieve the target. Uh, And I attribute this to the following factors. It really helps following a training plan. Although it's sometimes difficult to stick to it, it guides and builds confidence. Uh, being positive at the start, uh, maybe today is the day, maybe it's not. Being positive at the start uh, and not being agitated is the best way to start. I think that's a great advice for race day, Lisa. And she said, also asking for help. I asked a club member to pace me because it gave me confidence and I prefer social runs. And then number four, have fun. I finished the run in one forty four oh three comfortably and felt like I could continue running. Can't wait to start with my next program. Thank you, coaches. Well, Lisa, thank you. You did the hard work. Uh, and uh, yeah, the proof is in the pudding. So congratulations, uh, sub-14521, another PB in the bag uh, for the Coach Perry Training Club. If you want to join us, all you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join. We've been talking about it for the last few months, and we're giving you, for a very limited opportunity, uh, the chance to get in on us. Okay, We'll be running a free trial, seven days. You can try it out, kick the tires, see if it's for you. If it's not, that's cool. Uh, If it is, then you've basically seen what we do, uh, and you can access it further. So if you want to join, uh, it's not going to be like... Like that for a for a long time i'm just doing it for a limited period of time right now coachbarry.com forward slash join uh yeah go and join us get seven days on us uh, and see what it's all about what the buzz is about and what the hype's about there's over 60 almost 70 training programs in there now you get access to Lindsay, marcus and the rest of our coaches on a daily basis uh in the forums uh, and also our uh sports nutritionist nikki villiers is in there our strength and conditioning coach shona uh Hendrix is in there uh, we've got so much just go and check it out okay coachbarry.com forward slash join all right, winter time here on the, almost like hammer time uh, here on the podcast. And uh, we've asked you to tell us what you're training for and what you need help with here on uh, the podcast. And uh, yeah, just share it on social media. Use the hashtag Biogen Journey. That's hashtag Biogen Journey, and add hashtag CoachParryA while you're at it uh, and we could pick you as a winner and today's uh, winner is from Bakulutsi Business Services that's the name of the Instagram handle but uh, there is a first name Mpo congratulations to you you are a winner sir Uh, and Mpo says he's training for a 3.30 marathon and he used the hashtag Bajan journey hashtag uh, coach Perry Uh, Mpo you are a winner I'll reach out via Instagram we'll get you on uh, to the coach Perry training uh, club And let's get you to that sub-330 goal. Three months on us, plus Biogen will send you a hamper as well. It's that easy to win with us here at Coach Perry. Make sure you go and check out all the details, okay? And that's enough of me yakking. I'm back again in a week. If you haven't checked out our videos on social, uh, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. You can go to coachperry.com forward slash YouTube. It'll take you there. Or you can head over to our Facebook profile as well. Just head over at coachperry.com forward slash Facebook. It'll take you straight there too. We release videos uh, a few times a week, some great training tips, so definitely don't miss any of those. And be sure to check out the Comrades Marathon Online Success Seminar that's coming up at the end of this month. Uh, If you haven't registered for it yet, coachparry.com forward slash online seminar. That's where you can get all the details. Until next time, from myself, Brad, it's cheers.